Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey traders, my name is Akil Stokes, Forex trader and trading coach over at tier1trading.com. And thank you for joining me for another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. This has been an awesome experience. This podcast is growing bigger and bigger each and every day. And well, I owe you guys a thank you for that. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you a conversation that we had in my live trading room about sabotaging your trading and really how to analyze that and go about creating solutions so that you don't make those same mistakes down the road. Should be a pretty cool episode. As always, I appreciate your support. I appreciate you if you leave me a rating, a review over on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you can find this podcast at. All right, so in a minute or so, I'm going to share with you a recording of a conversation that we had in my live trading room. But first, I want to give you a little bit of insight about my philosophy, especially for you guys that are new to the podcast and new just uh, hearing me speak about the markets. I believe that there are four types of trades. There are good trades. There are bad trades. They are winning trades. There are losing trades. However, my association with them or between them, I guess you can say, is a little bit different than what many newer traders come into the markets thinking. Many traders believe that a good trade is a winning trade. And a bad trade is losing trade, right? That makes perfect sense. If you make money, it is good. If you lose money, it is bad. I don't fault you for having that mindset at all. However, if you want to be a professional trader, meaning you want to treat your trading like a business, you're going to have to shift that thought process to really from being outcome-based more to process-based, meaning the process is more important than the result, right? The result of the trade doesn't matter, right? Big picture, it makes you happy or it makes you sad right now. But big picture, if you want to be an independent, consistently profitable trader down the road, doing the right process is what's going to deliver that goal to you. So instead of associating good with winning and bad with losing, you need to switch that mindset and associate good with following your plan, so doing what you're supposed to do, and bad with deviating from your plan, so doing something you're not supposed to do. Now, with that being said, you can have a good trade that loses, you can have a bad trade that wins. And having that bad trade that wins is something that really sabotages a lot of traders because now they take a bad trade, but it happens to win. So they feel good about doing a negative action and because they feel good about doing a negative action next time they have the opportunity to do the same they repeat because why well last time i did this it won so why wouldn't i do it again and eventually that that is going to leave you broke again it's very easy as a trader to be profitable for your first 
week, two weeks, right? Anybody can get lucky in the market, but only a small amount of traders can maintain that profitability, right? Over the long run. And that comes with, right? Valuing your outcome, oops, excuse me, valuing your process over your outcome. So doing the right thing. So with that mindset, here's a conversation that I had in my live trading room with a trader, kind of talking about sabotaging your trading, making mistakes, and giving a few tips on how to deal with that. Scared. All right. So unfortunately, we can't call that a good trade. Now, let me ask you this. Why did you reshort again? What was the reason for getting short again immediately so quick? Did you get another valid trading opportunity right away? Or did you see that there was still opportunity to the downside and you didn't want to miss it? So you decided that the best thing to do would be to take your profits, re-enter again so that you can eliminate the risk of losing that first trade, yet still put yourself in a situation where you may make some gains on the remaining part of the trade. Am I hitting home somewhere? It went up to where the pound had found support earlier. Well, was it a, were you supposed to enter? Was there something in your trading plan that said, I needed to enter this trade, or did you just do it? You're not, you're not giving me a yes or no. You're, you're, you're bouncing around the question. Was it a trade in your trading plan you were supposed to take? No. My advice right now would be to exit that trade immediately. One of my rules say that whenever I'm in a quote unquote bad trade, I get out right away. Whether it's in profit, whether it's in loss, I get out right away. Um, obviously, that doesn't have to be in your rules. I would I would advise that. Um, I did the double top of RSI on my side. Yeah, but, but you said it's not in your trading plan. It wasn't a trade that you're supposed to take, right? We can easily justify it. It's easy. It's not, it's not hard to justify a decision. But if it's not in our trading plan, it's not a good trade. If it's not a good trade and we're still involved in it, we should be out of it. So two mistakes right there, Jamie. Again, I, heard, I hate to burst your bubble. I like, uh, I always like uh, giving congrats for people that make profit. But bigger picture, what's going to make us consistently profitable traders is consistently taking good trades. And you sabotage your first trade by taking profits out for no good reason aside from the fact that you got a little bit nervous. And then you re-enter the trade that doesn't meet any of the rules of your trading plan. That's two bad trades. Now, what you need to do is you need to write them down. You need to write down the first trade. You need to evaluate it. So write down that, hey, I, I took the trade. Hopefully you took the trade because you were supposed to. So the execution, the analysis and the execution were both done well. However, you dropped the ball a little bit on the management part of it. So you can, you can give yourself a, a two out of three, right, for that. And then the second trade, you need to write down what you did, why it was a bad trade, and most importantly, why you decided to take that bad trade. That's going to be the key point. What's more important than just saying why it's a bad trade, which is because, hey, I didn't follow my rules, that's fine. What's gonna help you in the long run 
is understanding why it was a bad trade. And that's something you need to do right now while it's still fresh. So, so ask yourself this question. Did I enter the trade because I was scared? Because I was greedy? Because I was nervous? Because I wanted revenge? Whatever those emotions were, whatever you felt before deciding to execute that trade that was not in your trading plan, write it down. Because it's important that you identify how you feel before making a mistake. Because if you can identify how you feel before making a mistake in the future, you'll be able to stop those mistakes. You guys follow me, guys? Right? If, if, if you notice that you revenge trade every time the previous trade loses and you start to feel this anger and this fire and this, this shakiness in your hand and this need to do something, right? If you notice that most of your bad trades come right? When you have that feeling, you can now implement something in your trading plan that says, if I start to feel this way, I take a mandatory 10 minute break or I, I or shoot worst case scenario, I shut down trading for the day or I, I go to the gym. I do a workout. I watch TV. I, I get up and yell. I play music. That was one of the things I used to do. Back when I was trading, I, I, had, I had two problems. Back when I was trading, back when I started trading, I had two main problems. One was revenge and one was greediness. And what would happen is when I would win a trade, I would get overconfident and I would think I'm untouchable. And I would just start firing off trades. I'd be like, you know, I'm, I'm a, a ex-basketball player. So like when you have the hot hand, what do you do? right? Give me the ball. Keep shooting, right? So I'd, I'd place a couple good trades. I'm like, hey, let's, let's just, yo, hot hand, let's do it. Or when I would lose trades, I would, I would feel the need to, to make up for it right away. So I would revenge trade. I, someone shot me a message the other day about, Keel, is it okay to get stopped out of a trade and then immediately go the other direction? And that just like brought back, I started shaking for a little bit, brought back all these bad memories of me like, you know, me being long right down here and then as soon as the market goes short me getting short and then the market reversing once again and then me getting out of my short position and getting long again and me just getting beaten to death in the whipsaw you guys ever been there right <laughs> you guys ever did that right you're always one step behind the market as soon as you get short the market goes long and then as soon as you switch and you go long, the markets get short, and you're like, who's watching me? And of course, you know, we all know what's, what's happening. It's our broker. Our broker, right? Because who else knows exactly where our orders are at? Who else knows exactly where our stop losses are at? It's our broker. And our broker is out to get us. And you call your broker. Hey, I got a one micro lot position on. Don't you touch it. And your broker responds, you think I care about your 10 cent? So what I would do, funny but true, and many of you guys have been through there. What I would do is I had a playlist of uh, music. And after every winning trade, right, because I knew I, would, I, I felt these feelings, after every winning trade, I would, I would play a playlist of music. And I'd, I'd get up, I'd dance, I'd air guitar, whatever you want to do, right? And... It was a form of celebration, which was which was good. That's how I thought of it. But, you know, thinking back at it, it was also a way to reset, 
because it would be like, depending on how big the wind was, it may be like two songs or three songs, but it'd be a good about, about five, 10 minutes of music, right? And it would give me five to 10 minutes away from the market. And I would come back and I'd, I'd be fully over the other trade because I just spent the last five and 10 minutes dancing around my room and jumping up and down. And I did the same thing for losing trades. It was a different kind of song set, but I'd play some, I'd play some inspirational music after losing trades and I'd sit there and I'd just, you know, zone out to it for a little bit. And I come back in the market and by the time I get back to the market, all of those feelings of needing to get instant revenge were gone. And it helped massively. And again, back then I, I thought I was just doing it. To, I didn't, I didn't realize that I didn't, I didn't know anything about trading psychology back then. I was just, you know, it, it was just, it made me feel better. Or even, even to the, to this day now, if I have a, I do this on good and bad days, but the first thing I do, if I have a really bad day of trading, I, I get my workout in right away. I take the charts down. I get out for a bike ride. I go to the gym and I just do something just to like, forget about it. And the, the, the pain that I'm inflicting upon my body of working out slowly takes the place of the pain of, of losing five trades in a row. And I get back, I'm sore. I forgot all about the day. I'm like, okay, well, fresh, fresh start. Um, so identify what you're feeling, identify the problem before it becomes a problem. Learn the warning signs of, of what you're, what ticks you off. And it may be different for everyone, but learn those warning signs. And once you know the warning signs, it's, it's, it's easy to stop. Just like once you know what type of trading mistakes you're making, it's easier to stop making them. So that's, that's my Akil's daily advice. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. I appreciate you guys joining me and taking some time out of your day to listen to the words that have to come out of my mouth. As always, if you like what you hear, do me a favor, head over to wherever you're watching this at, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever app you're using, and please leave me a review. Trust me, it takes only about a minute or so to do, but it is a massive help to myself and a massive help to grow in this podcast. 